I'm bored. I'm so bored. Do something about it, Alec. Welcome back to Sinner's Take, another Catholic Guys podcast, of which we are the worst. I'm Bobby. I'm Eddie. And I'm Alec. And today we're talking about the important topic of boredom. Why boredom's necessary, why it's not the enemy, why we need it, believe it or not. Yeah, I think that that's a very important topic because I think we live... How many times... If Someone needs to keep a tally of... We live in a culture that... Yeah. <laughs> that's always the... I always feel bad. Like I say that so much in my classes too where I'm like... If I like every time I say we live in a culture or and I don't want to like catastrophize the culture because, you know, there's also a lot of good things going on. But we do live in a culture Eddie's where boredom is Eddie's, the enemy. Eddie's bored me by this long. <laughs> I'm afraid you've lost <laughs> my interest. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, we it, boredom is clearly the enemy. We And yet we're finding ourselves with more entertainment than ever before. And also we are more bored than ever before because of the constant availability of next video, next picture, next tweet. I mean, how many times even in your own life where someone's like, oh, I want I, I want to show you this YouTube video. And I'm like, how long is it? And yeah. if it's more than two minutes, I'm like, forget about it. There's yeah. no way I'm not going to sit down and watch a three-minute YouTube video right or now. Or like I can't even just watch Netflix or just watch a video. I have to also be playing a game or doing something else. I can't even do one thing. Boredom is defined here as the state of feeling disinterested in one's surroundings, having nothing to do, or feeling that life is dull. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> but well, when we over when we over cram ourselves with so much media and so much nonsense, like we get, and normal life almost becomes boring. When this, like you kind of you kind of touched on, it's we see it all the time. We see like how people. They watch TV and are playing a game on their phone and are listening to music or something. Who knows? Or whatever it is. I'll be, yeah, you said you'll be playing a video game and have to watch Netflix in the background. I, there's been times where like I have to, like while I'm driving, like I can't, I'll be like listening to music and I'll be like, I'm bored. Like I need to change this up. I need to turn on a podcast, listen to the podcast for 10 minutes, be like, bored. Gotta, not Sinner's Take, of course, but <laughs> other podcasts. I had a, uh a buddy in a philosophy class who said he started just pulling all his friends because he thought it was interesting. The professor said, if you can't sit in your car without turning something on, you're unhappy with your life, which is like a heavy thing to say. But I think he's just trying to like jar loose that idea of can you even be alone with your thoughts? Does air conditioning count? Because that's very important. Got to at least turn on the air conditioning. You've already lost. (laughs) It's yeah, that's. What is the catechism? No, but what is it? <laughs> Which cardinal was it or somebody who said, no, it wasn't a cardinal. It was a writer. Say the quote. Uh, all of man's problems boil down to his inability to sit alone with his thoughts for one hour. Is it mm. Kant? I don't think so. Sound like him. Kant stand him. Kant stand him. But anyway, that idea that like, <laughs> why all the. <laughs> Blaise Pascal. Oh, it was Blaise Pascal. Okay. Yeah, not Kant. It was totally a Christian. The chameleon from Tangled. (laughs) Pascal. That's how I will remember it. There's a really good book called Bored and Brilliant that I read. And it was all about how we have come to see boredom as this human state that is somehow the enemy we must fight at all costs. And the goal is to be entertained 
by you know multiple things having 17 tabs open of which i'm giving zero attention to any single one of them well but how boredom is necessary because that's the space that unlocks your creativity and so like the other day one of my my kids comes up to me and she says daddy i feel boring <laughs> and i was like good like go create something and she like huffed and like stormed away and not not even two minutes later she's got these like legos out and she's constructing some like castle um my first thought though i want to jump in here is that not that still feels like boredom is the enemy like you're bored so go create something so as to no longer be bored so boredom sparks creativity but you still don't want to sit in the state of boredom well, I think boredom allows the space for a different part of your brain to take over that you play, mm. that I play with words, I write, I play with music, I play with blocks, I go in nature, I, a different part of my brain takes over that it's not that I'm now actively fighting boredom in another way. I think it just allows for you to play and that's why you have these uh, synthesis of thoughts in the shower and you have these epiphanies. Sometimes if you're driving, and you'll have these haphazard thoughts come in and you're, you're formulating and synthesizing this information that now this different part of your brain takes over that has the space to bring these ideas together so you'll solve life's problems <laughs> and have these great thoughts in the shower. Or if you dare to go to the bathroom without taking your phone with you and you're forced to just think. What? Like a, <laughs> like a monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... I th maybe it's not like the... It's... I can see what you're saying. It is kind of the enemy, but I think what the people take it as is it's like an enemy that's like keeps encroaching on you. You have to keep it at bay, but it's not, it's like, it's something that you need to enter into and it kind of cleanses your mind of all nonsense. You could say it's the distractions and it says, okay, what can I do now that is going to be lasting? That's how you answer all the tough questions. And going back to what you had said about, you know, if you can't sit alone with your own thoughts, you're unhappy with your life. And for some, I'd say, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty self uh, safe bet. If you can't sit alone with your thoughts, if you can't handle where your mind goes when it starts to think about the, the meaning of life, you know, why am I here? And you panic under those kinds of questions that come up naturally when you're in a state of boredom and you are unhappy with the answer that you're getting back. There's a sign that you are unhappy. What was it? You, Bobby, who has the, who had a friend with the elevator? Yeah, I had a friend, and this was before, <clears throat> this is back when cell phones only, they flipped open, and we had Snake, was the only game that we had, um, so the phones were not very smart, and I had a friend that she hated the elevator ride in her work, it was like four or five floors maybe, but this elevator was old, and they didn't pump any music into it, and so it was just five floors, five stories of silence she had to like endure daily, which lasted not even a minute maybe altogether i'm sure but she would tell me once like that's the worst part of her day this is just it's so quiet and she has to sit there and it makes her think and all this and i'm like the philosopher i'm like <laughs> oh give me a minute of silence please <laughs> not knowing again the amount of noise technology would later bring not even a decade later but how again that sign of like what's going on if you're uncomfortable with a minute of silence without yeah, any distractions and eddie while you were talking it made me think like i wonder again if this is the we're outsourcing uh, and just wanting to be entertained 
all the time. So I don't give myself the space to ask the tough questions of life. Is this also tied into uh, another factor in kind of a cultural decline in religious belief in God and in, in being attentive to God and giving religion any kind of what could it possibly have of importance to my life is because now I can be entertained literally 24 hours a day. There's always a new video, a new tab, a new episode. Why do I need, again, it takes something radical like your phone to break or you to end up in a part of the country with no Wi-Fi to be like jarred out of it, maybe. Those places don't exist. <laughs> I think uh, one of the ways that I've caught myself falling to this is I'm mixing up productivity with just idle chatter or whatever we want to call it. And it's to the point where I don't want to set a bedtime where I'm like, okay, 11 p.m., I'm going to put my phone down and just lay down until I fall asleep. I'm going to be doing something until I pass out. Yeah. I don't want a minute of trying to fall asleep. I'm going to be on my phone or listening or reading or whatever it is until I cannot stay awake any longer. On the other hand, I, I can't get awake before noon, and I don't know why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my sleep's been horrible. I think of a lot like candy, for example, when you are you get a bag of your favorite candies. Some of them fall to this more quickly than others, but the idea is like you the first couple are great, and then the law of diminishing returns is heavily stacked against you, where as you continue to eat them, the, the way that they taste starts to taste worse and worse and worse until eventually they really just taste like like that kind of like starchy like numb feeling in your mouth that's everything kind of tastes the same and it's gross but yet we find ourselves continuing to eat it and continuing to eat it and i find that is a similar with the consumption that we have the first youtube video is like because how it always starts is there one one of those like on your recommended videos is always like that's interesting i would actually like to see that answer and then the next one is less interesting and less interesting and less interesting until a lot of time has passed and your mind is just numb and everything like you're not retaining the information that's coming in you're not actually listening to the information that's coming in you're just like numb to it and i but yet we can't stop we this like we can't eat finish we can't stop eating the candy we can't stop listening to whatever the media is that law of diminishing returns is we need to learn to master that i think in our consumption of everything when something is starting to not be productive and not be actually good, like to find and that's, that's virtue right there. You know, yep. it was John Paul II who said it takes more discipline to drink one glass of wine than it does to drink no glasses of wine, to be able to like have something in moderation to the point where it's the most enjoyable that it can be, get the enjoyment out of it and then stop when it starts to become less enjoyable. And as we know, like this is what everyone says about beer. You get the expensive beer first and then after three or four beers, all beer tastes the same anyway, so you might as well just get the cheap beer after that. And it's the same thing. So where, how do we stop right there where, like, can I have a handful of candy that I really, really like, enjoy it, and then put it down when I stop, start enjoying it less? Same thing. Can I watch one YouTube video? Can I set aside 20 minutes to watch an episode of a TV show on Netflix that I genuinely enjoy and then stop? And I think that we suck at that as a people. We are very indulgent. And it's because we used to be Netflix. You have to wait in the mail. You could watch one thing at a time. Even TV shows would come five episodes at a time or whatever it was that would fit on a DVD. But now it's I can binge an entire TV show in one day. No problem. 
I think about like the workload too to produce some of these things and then I consume it within a day, you know, versus like appreciating it over <laughs> yeah. time. Like again, the amount to produce a whole season of episodes of for whatever show you want to put here, especially the higher the production level is like movie level quality. And I, I consume it in a day and then we get mad when there's when's the next season coming out mm -hmm. a year later. We were supposed to watch one a week, you dingus, not watch all 12 episodes in Man one day. Man was not meant to watch all episodes in one day. So I love learning the meaning of words. I'm a nerd like that. Like it's uh, nerd, big nerd. Etymology, nerd not ent nerd. entomology is bugs. Etymology is like the, like the meaning of words. Etymology is the study of Eddie. And then, uh, but entertainment, like entre in Spanish means between. So entertainment, like to be entertained is literally kept, be kept in between two things. And so learning, when I learned that and realized like, if all I'm existing for is entertainment and to be entertained, then I'm being held in between anything productive, anything meaningful. I am literally just being held in suspense of doing anything with my life. And that again, to go back to boredom, like boredom is the space where I have to construct something. I have to create, I get to play, I get to think. Like boredom is not the enemy. Boredom is really this means to do something and not just be a uh, consumer but to create yeah so i guess that would be a a nice little self-inventory of when was the last time you created something and comparing how much are you outputting to how much you are taking in and see what you're contributing outside of yourself and i would even like i think we could even make a whole episode on just that that creation versus consumption and how we are called to participate in God's divine, his divinity, even to an extent. And that's the creation by nature. And we are also called to create. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. It's just when was the last time you doodled something intentionally? Like I'm not like not doodling to not pay attention in class, but like I'm going to try and draw something. I'm going to try and write something. I'm going to try and I actually I took poetry writing classes in college. And one of, one of my favorite lines from, from any of the poems, it was like describing that feeling of waiting for a train and like how slow the time goes. It was right after I came back from my study abroad trip in Austria. And I was like, I am granted the, the joy of self-reflection only when the other option is staring at a wall. <laughs> and then like, and then I, a couple more lines later, I wrote like, that wall looks really white or something like that, <laughs> where, where it was uh, to that. Even still, we still don't want to self-reflect, but to just create, write, try, try writing a poem. Try writing a story. Try like even like go build something. Go build yourself a table or uh, uh, make your own build your own canoe. What is that? What is the the book yeah, called? Like build your own canoe or yeah something. I was doodling again. My daughter was coloring. I sat down next to her and I started doodling and drawing like Spider Man and Yoshi and, and yeah. stuff stuff I have not drawn in years, but that I would always doodle. Like it's just amazing. Like what the our brains retain and just again letting your brain like get access a different point to where you do just start like this free flowing, like wasting time as a, as a health benefit almost. I honestly, it almost feels like in the, the moments when I do enter into that state, the only thing that I could think of that is the similar feeling is like when a dog has been inside all day and then it like gets let out into the open grass field and like everything is fun. Mm -hmm. Like everything is just running around in circles around the fountain in my backyard is super fun you know, peeing on this, peeing on that, like trying a little bit over there, trying a little bit over there. Amen. And it's that like the brain almost like enters that where it's like everything is interesting if we have allow ourselves to enter into that boredom state. And I like to 
uh, dabble in making board games. Nothing special. Nothing. Nothing. There. It. It's just a something that helps uh, enter into that creative state. But the first time I ever did was it was in a time in my life where I was playing the most FIFA I have ever played. Like it was my first year after graduating college, and I was living with Gerardo and the two of us. We we played way too much FIFA, and it was not great. And Lent came around. And we're like, we're just gonna stop. We're gonna give up playing FIFA. And I found myself with a large chunk of time each day that was not that I didn't have before. And that's when it started to spark that interest where I was like playing a board game. And I was like, I want a board game like this. Why has this not been made? Why don't I just try and make it? It's the idea that like this was a very tangible reality for me. If I had never entered into that boredom and that even since past then, that's like blossomed into like something more where like I do it on a more regular basis. And I think it's like a, a skill that's almost even getting better. I would have never entered that state at all if I hadn't given up FIFA for that for that Lent. Alec, any thoughts? Have we bored you? Long ago. Yeah. Alec uh, actually fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> He's over here watching Netflix on his computer as we were talking to him. <laughs> um, the thought I had earlier when we were talking about binging through a whole season of something, I was thinking about the difference, and this might just be something else to get into, the difference between a traditional sport and like an esport. So playing video games versus playing a sport and the idea of I can only go outside and play football for so long before my body gives out, but I can sit and play video games all day long. And eventually, yeah, you know, your head will start to hurt and you'll have to go to bed, but it's not the same like physical exhaustion. So like our body has a natural limit to a traditional sport, whereas video games, it doesn't. Netflix, it doesn't. Um, not to mention the physical benefits of actually being healthy by going out and playing a sport. I'm going to start talking back and forth to myself now about there are the benefits of esports as well, which is why I kind of feel like getting into it later. But that's what my thought was, was just that we can do it for so long if we don't stop ourselves. Well, there's no, and there's no cost, right? You know, like I can get, you're telling me I can get infinite entertainment without any cost at all. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm going to watch Netflix again and again and again. And it's almost like, I don't know if some of you guys have the same, I can sit and watch three hours of Netflix without skipping a beat. But the thought of like, all right, and I want to sit, how about you sit down and watch an extended cut of Lord of the Rings? And I'm like, I don't want to commit to three and a half hours of watching a movie. And I love those movies, but I'm not going to sit down and chunk, but I could easily let three and a half hours whittle away because there's no, there's no commitment to it. There's no, there's no commitment to a five minute YouTube video. And then that five-minute YouTube video becomes ten five-minute YouTube videos. I I can just let it the next one because I'm only committing to like these little instances like Vine. You know, seven seconds at a time can add up after a while. And just thinking like, yeah, because there's no there's no requirement for us like in football you have to or a sport traditional sport you have to go out and do something. You have to leave the house. You have that means you're gonna have to be sore. You're gonna have to eat properly. You're gonna have to shower afterwards. All of that that is not required from people by playing video games, watching Netflix. So if you find yourself bored, good. Enjoy it. Truly enjoy it. So like, comment, subscribe. From all of us <laughs> at Sinners Take, God bless. You'll hear us in the next one. Bye.